Okay. The best uh, sound in the world. That's champagne in a glass. Yeah, popping bottles. That's a fizzy. Of the good stuff. Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up. Yeah, welcome to Dude That's Fucked Up. I'm Erin. I'm Nicole. We're, you've joined us as we're celebrating <laughs> a milestone that we made up. It's arbitrary and we don't care. Any excuse to drink delicious champagne mm-hmm. is good for us. Yes. Also, it was your birthday last week, so I feel like mm-hmm. we're still celebrating that. So True. I don't mind. That's nice. And you're yeah. on vacation, and you could still be kind of – you're, like, easing back in. Also, this is, like, nice. Like, you – like, don't – like, this is not, like, drinking. This is, like – this is – Enjoying. Enjoying life. Sipping. Sipping. Celebrating a milestone. We've hit our ten over 10,000 downloads – yeah, we're almost to 11,000 even. Wow. Um, but 10,000 was like a good number that we were... Yeah, Nicole and I, I mean, we're both pretty goal-oriented people. Um, mm-hmm. And I I don't know about you, but I, I do... I like set like arbitrary goals for myself all the time, no matter how small, just to like help myself be motivated. Yeah, um, move forward. Move forward. I have um, of like notes about before we started doing the podcast like I had written about wanting to do a podcast and then it like materialized Mm -hmm. out of nowhere yeah I called you one day on the freeway Mm -hmm. and I was like I just I just had this idea about doing a podcast about everything and Mm -hmm. I was like oh should we do it and you were like yes I really want to oh it just all just fell into place the way (sighs) things are supposed to be when they're Everything's happening for you. <laughs> when it's time. When it's time. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. And now we're on our 20th episode, and we have over 10,000 downloads. So awesome. You and, guys. And yeah, you guys are all making it possible. And Thank it's you so, so much. This this glass of champs is for you. I'm going to cheers the bottle. Mm, yeah. Ooh. That's amazing. You guys can't see it, but she has a huge goblet. It's so ugly. (laughs) No, it's cute. It's pink. It's really pretty, actually. It's just, like, like (laughs) not delicate. Mm -mm. It's it's very, like, it's my Game of Thrones goblet. Is Uh, it, like, iridescent, kind of? Yeah, yeah. I'm getting that from from the video. It's very fun. It says Madonna in on it, and there's little flowers on it. It's very cool. So, It's kind of, like, 70s, like, Mm vintage-y. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like um, it. Great, great job. Um, thank you guys for listening. Really appreciate it. Hello to our new listeners uh, who are checking us out for the first time. Um, if you don't know, we don't say nice things all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we're nice, but like we say cunt and pubes and <laughs> say, talk about poop and buttholes. So, yeah, totally. We're making it a goal to say butthole. At least two to three times per episode. Good. Yes. So yes. If you don't jive with that, then I don't know, man. This might we're not be for a, you. We're having a meeting to discuss possibly renaming this podcast to the Butthole Podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so we'll have a vote on that later. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> All members of the board. What's your favorite um, euphemism for butthole? Like dirt star, yeah, like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> balloon knot. 
I don't know. I don't have a lot. I don't use a lot of euphemism because I like the word butthole. I know, right? I know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's hard. Well, those are two good ones. So yeah, that's we'll leave good. it at that. <laughs> if you guys have any of your other favorites. Oh, we started a closed Facebook group for um, for our dudes. So if you want to join that and add some, um, maybe some words, uh, some <laughs> some more butthole euphemisms, <laughs> that'd be cool. <laughs> oh, that's a really good um, thread to start. Yeah, yeah. I What's think so. What's your favorite euphemism for butthole? Let's yeah. do that today. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So or like when it comes out, when the, when episode, the episode comes, comes out. out. Yeah. Okay, good. Ancillary content. Yeah. Check. Mm-hmm. Check, Check the box. Got that. Um, any other business? Uh, well, you can the find agenda? the group. The group's called oh. Dude That's Fucked Up. Like actually spelled out because it's a private group so we could actually use the word fucked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, all you have to do is search for it and you'll find it. But if you're already a fan of our... Uh, podcast page um we posted about it in there yeah oh cute (laughs) (laughs) you got that champagne phlegm huh (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Mm, the best part of the (laughs) best part of (laughs) is phlegm in your throat i don't know nailed it oh god all right, guys. Yeah, another <laughs> cheers. Oh, God, I'm going to break my glass. Yours is a little bit more hefty than mine. So yeah, mine's all, yours is all ding. Mine's like ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God damn it. All right. Um, cool. Uh, we're on Google Play. I think we said we would try and be on there. We're legit on there now. Yeah, like two minutes after we had recorded, <laughs> yeah. it was like approved. Like we had just yeah. ended the the recording and it was on there so thanks again to Quincy for suggesting that and um yeah we're just trying to spread ourselves out there around yeah (laughs) um (laughs) uh that's a really good segue unless you want to talk about fucked up things or if we also want to say uh we're still waiting on some reviews and ratings Mm. we love you guys we know you're listening we know we have more than 50 listeners we're trying to get to 50 ratings and reviews we just got one that was really cute like if you're like i don't know what to i don't want to write anything you don't have to somebody wrote one that was so great what does it say again it's like i texted you it oh yeah it's like they're normal it's awesome yeah Uh, I know. I really like that. Very yeah. straight to the point and uh, pro- didn't have to like name anything in a, Mm-mm. you know, in a specific episode. They just like that we're normal. So yeah. N- normal. Normal. Oh. <laughs> I can't think of. There's a few things now from this. I can't ever like not think of. One is normal. So like yeah. a- anytime someone says normal, I'm always like, you mean normal? or you just try to say normal like normal and see if anybody notices yeah oh yeah is that your accent (laughs) the other thing is how how (laughs) uh it's so funny uh well uh today's episode i don't know really have anything fucked up to talk about uh everything's pretty hunky-dory in my neck of the woods but this in the like, world in general, like, pff, everything's horrible, but, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh-oh. Excuse me. I almost choked. Or was that contagion? 
<laughs> oh god you guys today we're talking about the plague oh such a good segue aka the black death yeah aka the black plague aka the bubonic plague the bubonic plague <laughs> the boobs bonic plague <laughs> ew, ew. yeah this is uh probably one of the most cataclysmic cataclysmic events to ever happen in human history well yeah. one of them uh during the like course of like time in like the middle ages when things were going pretty good we had this horrible thing happen that wiped out a huge portion of the population um everybody's heard of it i'm sure um in the western world at least um i don't know we learned about it in school yeah we learned about it in school i don't think people really started studying this like in exact terms until like the last century uh until they started going through all these like records people kept like there is definitely a lot of chroniclers and uh like people kept a lot of rec- good records in the church so this is kind of how we know that this was as widespread as it was and as horrific as it was so there's there's a lot of accounts of it so what what happened what was it uh It was the bubonic plague. Um, Like we said, it was the Black Plague, um, Mm -hmm. Black Death. Um, Yeah, so arguably one of the most significant significant events in Western history. Um, It fucked everything up. (laughs) It, like, fucked people up. It fucked a lot of people. It fucked human bodies up. It, It fucked the economy up. It fucked the, like, social structure political religious cultural everything everything was totally fucked people went fucking crazy and were rude to each other the ones that stayed alive (laughs) were like so rude (laughs) (laughs) the ones that didn't die were like just fucking horrible to each other they were not excellent to each other they were not cool people no and it's like things got weird it's like when everybody's just dying around you and they have no idea why you can't figure it out. Like, what incentive do you have to be fucking cool? I yeah, don't know. True. Even, I don't know. So, yeah. So, everything was totally restructured after this. Uh, like, leading up to this, so basically, let me just go back a little bit. This happened, the, the, the plague happened in the mid-1300s, the... Mm-hmm like i think it came out of nowhere kind of in 1346 and started yes refill that glass (laughs) and started affecting people horribly um and like the mid like 1346 is like when it really started happening and seeing uh records of it so yeah so it would at the end of this, there has been waves of it through history too. Like this, we're going to focus though on the the first wave of it mm-hmm. uh, that happened. It was from the from thirteen forty six till thirteen fifty three, and you'd see like waves of it come through until like the sixteen hundreds. So yeah. that's a long time to be yeah. dealing with some of this fucked up shit. But the the first wave was like the most insane and devastating um yeah so by the end of that period of time the plague might have reduced the world population from an estimated 450 million down to 350 to 375 million in the 14th century um 
so there's a lot of spec. I don't know. People are kind of the numbers are kind of all over the place. There's not really there's good records, but there's also not a lot of like when poor people died, nobody gave a shit. So the there could be tons more than they speculate, but there could also be, you know, could be pretty accurate. They think anywhere between 30 to 60 percent. That's a huge, huge disparity of like numbers. Yeah. But uh, there's one guy uh, out there. He's an expert historian who believes it's about sixty percent, six zero. Dang, that's so, crazy. That's six out of every ten people would die from this. Yeah, and if you if you kind of translate that into like the numbers of our world population now, um, it'd be f- like if you said like forty five percent, it would mean that like f- almost five million pe- or billion people died. If you translate that population, I don't know. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. I watched watched the History Channel documentary about the Black Plague, the same one you watched. Mm -hmm. But I also watched um, a documentary that was on, like, Channel 4 in London. I don't know if that's, like, BBC 4 or something. But Uh it it was a... um, I, I got like two thirds of the way through it and then realized, oh, this is only about London, which yeah. it was very interesting, but it wasn't like the full story, obviously. Yeah. Um, but one of the historians in that documentary was talking about he went he he found he thinks he found the most um, representative like documents, which were wills. Mm. that people would kind of like you couldn't really they didn't really keep track of all the people but there were like you know I I guess they were like lawyers of the time I don't know who took these wills but um, but they saw like a really good like correlation of people and like the the spike and how just how many people they think it like ravaged and it was like yeah closer to 60% um, which was crazy but I thought that was interesting that he like thought to look at that yeah, that's the thing. Like, there's, there's, it's hard to nail down a number because of a the fact that we just started people just like historians just started studying these different ways of finding these records and doing this like sleuthing about it, just like within the past like hundred years. So, mm-hmm. um, it it wasn't like really of interest. Like people knew that it happened and it was this like hor- horrible thing, but people just really started digging into it in the past century so yeah that's interesting um so yeah we might never know exactly what the the full number is but it 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 basically created a bottleneck of population like yeah entire towns were wiped out like rural towns cities were decimated um if you can imagine that happening today it would be i guess it's like the leftovers i never watched the show because i thought it was dumb but like um so good yeah i I feel like i should i feel like i need to rewatch it but it's like everybody just instead of disappearing just dropping dead horribly around you (laughs) yeah yeah like painfully too yeah um so the i guess like it you know, people referred to it as the Black Plague or whatever, bubonic plague, Black Death. Um, but the scientific name that they have now given to the strain of the disease is called the Yersinia pestis. Ooh. It sounds kind of pretty. Yeah. Like Yersinia. Like yeah. I, that, that's like a pretty name. Yeah. <laughs> I I agree. Yeah. It sounds like the name Yersinia. Oh, which yeah. Which is a really pretty name. Yersinia, yeah. Well, no uh. offense to people with Yesenia. We're not trying to say that. 
It sounds like your name is. <laughs> right. We're saying the opposite. We're yeah. not saying your your name sounds like the fucking Black Death. Yeah, I don't know um, where the where the name originated, but it does sound kind of Spanish. Yeah. Which, yeah, I don't know. Well, like, Yersinia sounds Spanish, and then Pastis sounds French. Yeah. It's kind of like a little... It sounds very... It's very um, European. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, very elegant. Yeah, it's an elegant name for a really fucking horrifying thing. <laughs> really gross. It's so fucking gross, guys. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Um, so, some of the symptoms of of the plague, like, you're walking down the street, and... You start coughing, and then you get these swollen lymph nodes, which are called buboes, Mm -hmm. which is such an awkward word. Like, I can't stand, like, I don't want to say this word. Like, it's like one of those words where you're just like, ugh, this sounds weird in my mouth. Yeah. Like, I can't say the word horny or hubby. (laughs) I hate the word hubby. That was like part of me and DJ's secret vows when we got married. To never, you'll never call him hubby? Yeah. What was his uh, to you? Is there a word he doesn't want to call you? He'll never call me, like, wifey or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We just call each other by our names. Yeah. Or, like, hey. <laughs> or, like, hey, you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, bubos is, like, one of those words that are just, like, really awkward and gross to say. And It, reminds me, it reminds me of Sonos. Oh, I like the word Sonos. Oh. Hmm. Because it's, like, Latin-y. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Sorry. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's, like, the same... <laughs> it's the same kind of... I yeah, like... Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so bubos are uh, swollen lymph nodes in your neck or your crotch. Ugh. Like... like uh, would you want it in your neck or your crotch? Oh, man. You're... Crotch you could hide, but I but I don't think it matters. Like you're just like all fevery and gross. Yeah. Or your armpit too. Oh yeah, or your armpit, yeah, yeah. Well I have like a I have like boob fat in my armpit already, so <laughs> like it's fine. Doesn't everyone? I mean, some people have like really skinny armpits. I have like one <laughs> fat armpit. <laughs> what? Just one? Yeah, I don't know. I, like, went to the doctor. I'm like, is, am I dying? And she's like, no, it's just, you know, some of your breast tissue migrated to your armpit. Like, it happens the to fuck? a lot of people. And I was like, <laughs> fuck. Uh, is it heading anywhere else? Should I? Yeah. What should it, I direct it Why didn't it, it just somewhere? stay in my tits? Yeah. <laughs> How damn rude. It. Yeah. So Get back in line, boob tissue. Yeah. So that's a fun thing for me. But oh. <laughs> these people were dealing with real problems. <laughs> Your little B cup armpits. Yeah, god damn it! <laughs> I'm so Aww. pissed off. It's just um, one side. <laughs> well, oh, it's like really, it's regular for people to have one armpit bigger than the other. <laughs> god damn it! Uh, okay, it's but really that's cool not being as, a lady, guys. <laughs> yeah, being a lady is the best. Luck be a lady. Hmm. Um. Yeah, so that uh, was, but they would get, like, gross. Like, they'd, I mean, they'd swell up to, like, the size of a, of a softball. It wasn't just, like, meh, you know, it was, like, bleh. <laughs> That's not even the, uh, like, wouldn't you think to drain it or something? You can't really drain a lymph node. Oh, really? It's not, like, fluids? What makes no. it swell up? 
I don't it's, know. It's like, you know when you get it, like, have you ever been really sick and had, like, an infection and, like, your lymph nodes swell up yeah. on your throat? You can, like, feel them? I have a permanently swollen one. I don't yeah. know what that means. Well, it's probably, like, you know, just, like, sinus stuff. Like, your sinuses drain oh. into your throat lymph nodes. Like, yeah. that's why you got to, like, do, like, okay, I know I shit on goop all the time, but <laughs> I actually do, like, <laughs> I do some of the stuff from it. Like, I bought a dry brush. You got to dry brush your skin. Oh, my God. It's so great. Oh, it's the best. If you want to, like, get your lymphatic system, like, flowing, you just, like, that's how you, like, that's the only way you can, like, quote, unquote, drain your your lymph nodes is by, like, stimulating your lymphatic system. So, but when you have an infection, like, or a horrible disease like this, like, your lymph nodes are the first thing that, like, freak the fuck out. So. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So they get all swollen. Yeah, they get all swollen, but they but they get like crazy swollen in this case. Well, I've been thinking of Gwyneth a lot through this uh, topic because of the movie Contagion. <gasps> oh yeah, and she's like patient zero. Remember? Yeah, no. yeah. And she yeah. like collapses in the kitchen. Oh my god. Yeah. So that I've movie. been thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people. I mean, if you want to like get panicky, like this is like what like how Ebola kind of was. Like it just yeah. was killing people and nobody knew how to you couldn't really get near it and you couldn't really like treat it because you didn't know what the fuck was going on and like you know so this doesn't scare me though like I was watching the the documentary stuff last night and Pete was like this is what keeps me up at night like this really type of thing like oh contagion. pandemics in general yeah I was like oh really I'm fine I don't know well I think that's like why people are like germaphobes and stuff like I mean not really yeah like, but people freak out about this stuff because it's like eh, pandemics can happen and yeah we just have better ways of dealing with them now but like imagine then like again doctors were just like these they were this like like okay let me go back a little bit the time before this was kind of like a mini enlightenment like there were like the weather was awesome like people were studying all kinds of cool like older like greek texts and like Religion was kind of chill, but, like, not really. (laughs) But, you know, like, it was – there was, like, this kind of period of time where you're – like, everything was kind of nice and people were having prosperity. But then all of a sudden, like, the weather changed. The, um, like, wars started breaking out. And then we have, like, this crazy plague. So people thought the world was ending. Like, all this bad shit just started happening at once. And it's just, like, the natural ebb and flow, I think, of, like, the the world population kind of goes through these things. And the earth goes through these, like, crazy things. But this was, like, all the things happened at once. And so – and the population of the earth was not the as big as it was now. Like, we – grew exponentially after everybody got cured of the the plague but you know anyway well all those all those like all those things led to it to everyone being like ripe for infection right because it was like oh people you know the change in weather meant the crops weren't doing so good so people were starving a bit and just like you know and because things had been so good the population started to go up right 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 people, people were, like, were yeah people were prosperous people were getting you know Touchy. doing sex and yeah <laughs> doing sex <laughs> and like the infant mortality rate was like you, probably super bad but like because everything was okay it was like people were boning you know yeah um so yeah anyway 
there's this good time and then it went real bad real quick and probably the worst that life has ever been at any point in time (laughs) yeah um so yeah so some of the symptoms like we were saying we'll go back uh swollen lymph nodes really bad bloody cough like really really gross like you're hacking up a lung and then you're just like bleeding out of your lungs um septic shock yeah, and I don't know, like, I saw some pictures of people who've had it more recently, because mm. it still exists, and we'll get mm, to mm-hmm. that. Um, but uh, their fingertips and their hands and their nose and their eyes were all, like, black yeah. from pooling of blood, I think. So, like, that's maybe where it got its name, is, like, yeah. the black death, is, like, because your skin, you would, like, start bruising, and it, and blood would pool everywhere and especially in your lymph nodes and stuff and it would just start spreading so yeah like all like black and blue yeah like the blood would pool under your skin so it was like it looked like you were bruised all over but it was just the one of the symptoms so yeah and like first well the first thing is you get like a flu like flu like symptoms Mm -hmm. and then all this shit happens and it would take like two to six days for symptoms to show up which is what helped kind of like lead to the spread of it because you wouldn't necessarily know you were infected um and you know until you got the flu but by then it's too late yeah um, and not everybody died from this. It was a very, no. very small percentage of people that didn't die, but most people yeah. did die from it. Um, yeah. Yeah, so by the time you saw symptoms, though, you are pretty fucked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you'd die within a few days. Yeah. So it, we're focusing on where it, it was mostly happening, which was Western Europe. Um, yeah. It was believed to have originated in, in the East, probably in Mongolia there was Mm -hmm. like a lot of crazy wars happening like Mongolia was like crushing it they were just conquering people left and right and so they had like um they had the entire like east was their battlefield like people were just like it was being raped and pillaged so basically um and literally uh so who knows like what happened like there's a lot of debate about how this like actually f- this contagion actually formed yeah. but it was believed to have be- begun there um and so what it was happening during that time economically was um the west was starting to trade with the east pretty heavily mm-hmm. mongolia because they were a superpower had all kinds of stuff like i don't know i feel like this was like during the time of like or a little bit later than marco polo mm. Um, like a lot of like trade routes had opened up like overland and like but the way this came to Europe from the east was through the trade routes uh, by sea yeah so they people would get infected and then get on a ship and then bring it to ports in Europe yeah that's I um what's uh the weirdest thing or like the most interesting thing of like the what really was like the catalyst for setting this off was that a bunch of the east traders came from like mongolia and um they came to this small uh like trading port called kaffa which is now referred to as fedosia or theodosia theodosia mm-hmm. is also the name one of the songs in Hamilton. Oh yeah, <laughs> Pete plays it all the time. I know I'm not a huge fan. 
I don't like musicals. So. Yeah, I we're gonna go. But see Hamilton's it. like that's it's, it's like cool. supposed to be amazing. Yeah, um, it's like only the best one ever. Or something. Yeah, uh, it's supposed to be pretty cool as far as me. It's also stuff. like hip hop, and like I'm on board with that. Yeah, it's like, like fun. Lin Manuel Miranda is like a fucking genius. So. Oh my god! Have, wait, have we talked about? Have you seen Moana? No, I haven't. It's so good. But you I know all the songs the are written by him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like so good. I need um, to watch it. I'm such a I'm not a I'm not with the times. It's okay. Well anyway, so I don't know, that's what it's called now, but there were all these tradesmen that would stop there and then they'd like make their trades and then people would take it through to like Italy and up to Europe. Um but the Mongols had come and they were like, "Hey, let us into your city. We like got some furs and shit to trade you." And they were like, "Uh, no, that like that guy's coughing up blood. Um, I don't think we want to <laughs> let him in." <laughs> and yeah, so, that's a good. Uh, that's yeah, fair. they're like, "Uh, can you just like wait outside?" Like, no, you can't sit with us. And then, uh, <laughs> and so then they were like, "What? No, let us in." And they're like, "No." And they like closed the doors. And then they were like, "Fuck them." So then they like took all the people who were coughing oh, up blood yeah. and died, and they catapulted them into Kaffa, the this yeah. like trading town, just fucking gross, like rotting, infected dead bodies. And it was like the very first, um, like in biological warfare. Yeah. yeah biological warfare yeah. that's like fucking crazy um and so yeah, yeah this they, is yeah this is the first case of it yeah yeah and fucking so hell. from there then you know people they're like whoa ew gross like stop stop like pushing your or catapulting your dead bodies into here they're all like drippy and nasty and so then but then like they still had to you know take the goods that they were there for and go back to their own towns or wherever they needed to go so from there people got on a bunch of boats and they went to Italy, and they ended up in, in a town in Sicily, and they were like, hey, uh, let us in. And then people were like, okay. And they, like, the merchants climbed down on the boats, and there's, like, sick-ass dead people, coughing yeah. all over, rotting, Yeah, they, like, they come into port, and they, like, are barely all, all alive. Yeah, there's, like, one alive dude yeah. who, like, happened to, like, be able to dock the boat. Yeah, he's like, I gotta get off the boat, help me. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, no. They get on the boat, and they're just, everybody's dead. It's like a ghost ship, basically. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, uh, uh, can you let, can you guys, like, let me off this boat? <laughs> blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. Like, blood all over. They're like, what's that bulge on your neck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, why uh, is your face it's purple? Like, yeah, ooh. It, it was like a, it was like the equivalent of dropping a bomb mm-hmm. on the city. Yeah. But a very, like, sneaky... Like, the, I mean, the, and without them realizing it, they just, like, opened the door to yeah. this horrible pandemic that ended up wiping them out. So, so yeah, they, the reason why it started, basically, in Western Europe is because this first boat came to Sicily or, I yeah. think, Moderna or something like that. I don't know. Messina. But Messina, Messina. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It started with him. Yeah, and just... Infected. all these all these people were fucking infected so well and it's um, like it's not just the people there's like goods that are infected that they still took to trade and there's like rodents and shit so well they don't know exactly right like what they don't know what's they we know now what it was most likely more rodents. it was fleas. well it was the fleas yeah so what would happen was uh so there's obviously a million rats on ships back then 
And where this came from was from fleas who had drank the blood of an infected person or animal or whatever, wherever this came from, mm-hmm. gotten onto the rats. The rats traveled onto the the boat with the fleas on them. The fleas eat or suck the blood from the rat that's infected. Um, and then the flea jumps onto a human and bites them. And there's like this regurgitation of blood that's still in its like little chompers. Ugh. And it, and it, and that's how it infects a human. So it's this like weird chain and it's really gross and really, but that's how they believe that it started. And it's, that's, that is how it happened. Yeah. Um, so fleas are like teeny tiny and they get everywhere they're in clothes they're in you know goods they're coming on the rats they're getting on other animals they're getting on people and everybody's fucking gross back then like yeah like just dirty and disgusting and just living with their animals especially the poor people were like living with their animals and it just takes one bite yeah and I mean they didn't know I mean even the rich people they were fucking disgusting too like they didn't know anything about personal hygiene they didn't know to like they didn't have toilets they like shat in a bucket and then yeah threw it out the window yeah like this was all this is so basically western Europe was like ripe for this the reason it didn't go as apeshit in in the east is because they had better ways of like dealing with like their stuff but people are very puzzled still to this day at how fast this spread because this isn't a very fast spreading disease so we can get to that later but yeah it didn't it didn't explode like it did in western europe in the east because i think that they just had better standards of of living and uh better standards of hygiene so yeah western europe was not doing it right Mm -mm. (laughs) hashtag Hashtag, they were not doing it right. Um, they were doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this, so this is we're 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 focusing on Western Europe here, even though it did start probably in the east. Um, and the time of of when this all was going down was, like I said, 1346, 1353. Um, so in England, a quarter of the population was killed off. Uh, and these are all estimates because, yeah. again, like they didn't give a fuck about poor people and they didn't really have records for all these people, probably. So, well, and that's England in general. It's, like in the that's urban England areas, in general. like London, it was like closer to 50. Like, yeah, it, it was, yeah. And, uh, and all like Italy, it hit Italy, 60% of the population just in Florence was wiped out. Um, it hit Germany. I don't have a fun fact about population there, but they had some fucked up shit happen in there. I'll get to that later. <laughs> Spain. In Barcelona alone, it's thought that approximately 60% of the population was wiped out by the plague. That's crazy. Uh, France, approximately 50% of the population is wiped out. Um, it, and, the, and this is the the way this ramps up is just so insane and this is where historians and scientists are just like baffled yeah because it it doesn't seem like this should happen like this like you're walking down the street one minute and then all of a sudden you're dead like basically is like what's happening it's so gnarly um there were places where at its like peak i guess of 
infection or contagion. Um, they were burying like, uh, you know, over 200 people a, a week. And in the city of Avignon uh, in France, 11,000 people were buried in one cemetery in the course of three weeks. So wow. like they they were literally just like they couldn't dig holes fast enough for to bury people, mm. um, which obviously doesn't help like in the the fact that it's infecting other people because you just have so many dead bodies out and about. Um, and then there was even a monastery that had 140 monks at the start of the plague. And by the time it had like made its way through Europe and it had calmed down, only seven monks had survived of 140 wow. monks. Like that's insane. And like, I think of monks and I'm like, oh, they're like little old dudes that are like frail. No, they're all young. They're like, but they were probably, like young. I mean, yeah, people didn't really live past the age of 40 back then. So yeah. Well, this is one of the reasons. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, we have this like decreased average because of the plague. Things like the plague. Yeah. Um. When we when we t- when we think about um people living like their their uh, age range, like what their people were living to back then. Yeah. It the average is decreased because of things like this. Yeah. So people were definitely living into their eighties, nineties, hundreds, whatever. Yeah. Um. But. Some when, people. when yeah, some people, <laughs> but when you have things like poor hygiene and plagues and starvation, starvation or horrible accidents that can happen, and then you get an infection from it, like because yeah. you don't have fucking penicillin, like that decreases the or and then like the infant mortality rate. So just yeah. just to be clear, it brings but, the average down. Brings the average down, but yeah, that's pretty fucking gnarly. Yeah. Um. So yeah. It's crazy. I, I, I just keep thinking about, like, what would happen if something like that happened in modern day, and it would just... Oh, man. But, like, it's this so wouldn't happen. Would it? Like, I, I just think that we're so advanced when it comes to, like, medical science and the protocol for if someone is showing symptoms that are infecting people, like, quarantining them, and, like, maybe well, this not. Is, but... this is the thing that, that happens, and it's because... It's ignorance and 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 just ignorance, I think. But <laughs> but if you like actually like listen to like the CDC and pay attention to the warning signs or whatever, like you're gonna be in better shape than people who are just like I heard this and this is what you're supposed to do because this is kind of like. It, all it takes is like some unknown contagion to break out and yeah. for people to not take care of themselves or or to not pay attention or just to generally be in bad health like for it to spread out of control i think um i don't know i think it could happen again definitely not on this scale definitely not i'm sure it could happen again but like i feel like it's so much harder just because of even even if you just think about like okay if someone was infected and they were like on the um on the documentary it was you know oh, oh god all of the documentaries have really bad reenactments i know and, and it's like oh god it's just these people it's like 
they live so, in some town nearby where they film this and they're like not actors and they're just like uh, no uh, 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 there was one guy like burping and I'm like oh, God, no. I mean I'm sure that's like probably realistic actually <laughs> maybe I don't know but but then it's showing them like oh you know they're taking the bread to the market and it's just all these unwrapped loaves and they're all like manhandling them and like coughing on them and I'm like okay like we have the FDA which says that you know you should things should be packaged and clean and food safety and all this stuff and it's like I think we're we're in a pretty good spot where Mm -hmm. we, we can kind of like you know, we have sneeze guards at salad bars and shit like that. And <laughs> then you got the, the anti, anti-vaxxers. <laughs> yeah, well, they're mental. But actually, yeah. I was at a salad bar um, on Friday and it was like they had put – it was not designed well. It was like the salad bar, like, sneeze guard was out really far and then the salad stuff was back, like, really far. So you were basically, like, smushing your face <laughs> – and I was like, like your uh, arm couldn't mind. reach far enough. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like a tallish. I mean, like for a girl, I'm like I'm probably maybe average height, but maybe on the taller side, like little. You're like what you know, five seven? Yeah, yeah, pro- maybe five six, five seven. But yeah. uh, but I w- like I was reaching. Maybe I have short arms. You might have short arms. Oh, I might have like the T Rex oh, no. complex. <laughs> Oh no. Uh, oh no! But anyway, I like I just couldn't get to the beats, and I was like really stretching, and yeah, you're like I don't want to touch my cheek to the sneeze guard. No, there was just like a face imprint. It was mine. I could like trace it. Ew. No, I didn't leave. <laughs> Gross. That, that looks like good. my brand of foundation. <laughs> I just left a full makeup like imprint on this fucking sneeze guard and then i signed it with my autograph for when i'm famous mm. yeah all right anywho anywho okay yeah so this shit's fucked up yeah <laughs> uh yeah so it's definitely the fleas biting the rats yeah rats yeah so i was saying before like how historians and scientists are, are like kind of like freaked out about how this spread so rapidly and they're like like was it just the bubonic plague like they think it was the uh mnemonic mnemonic plague yeah the mnemonic plague yeah um which is gross it's like it's the same sort of kind of it has like the same sort of symptoms but it's spread with like coughing yeah instead of the fleas biting you it's you spread it like you're fucking germ coughing on somebody and getting it well, because they they were like, how could this even? The only way that this could spread that quickly is, some scientists feel is transmitting it through your like saliva and stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so they were like, oh, that documentary with the Vincent D'Onofrio scientist, did he, the historian that was like, did did one of the guys remind you of Vincent D'Onofrio? Mm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And every time he would come on, I'd be like, oh, Vincent. he's such a great actor this guy's really good Um, oh yeah yeah but they were saying like like it was so descriptive they're like oh yeah like mnemonic plague passing it through like in a way that's mnemonic or pneumonia ish is like oh in your lungs you're like bleeding internally and then you cough and there's like little specks of blood in your cough and then you like cough onto someone by accident and then it gets transmitted to them and I was like oh god 
It's that like, is well, contagion. that's how Ebola spreads too. It's like any bodily f- fluid that gets on you, basically. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. But like mostly doo doo, right? Or I no. mean, thinking of E. coli. E. coli. E. coli. And it's like E. Period. Coli. Yeah, coli. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's why Ebola spread so quickly because it was like this, n- like, mnemonic. Mnemonic plague kind of thing so that they think it could have been a a combination of things all happening at once because people were so weakened by the bubonic plague yeah there is like room for other things to kind of jump in there too and wipe people out also which is like so fucking gnarly and scary so um yeah uh, that that, that's like the best they can come up with because like i said like this isn't necessarily a fast spreading uh disease like we we, it still exists today like um i think squirrels carry bubonic Bubonic. plague i remember hearing that when we lived in the mountains and i was like oh god yeah it's i think i'm pretty sure it's true um and that's why you don't approach wildlife (laughs) because you never know uh, raccoons could have rabies. There's no cure for rabies, guys. You, if you get bit by something that is rabid, you have to go to the hospital and you have to go through a whole battery of like injections, like, like a tetanus shot or something. Well, it used to be that you got a bunch of like you got like a hundred shots in your abdomen or something like that. But I oh. think they have it like more fine tuned now. Oh. But it's a hundred percent fatal. So if you don't get treated for it, you will die. Oh my god. Um, but that's 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 uh that's rabies. Yeah. Um, but bubonic plague, I think, is definitely carried by, like, certain little rodents still. Yeah. So you have to be um, careful. But it's because it's not a, a, a fast – we don't have, like, fleas in our bedding anymore. Like, we don't we right. don't have – I mean, some people do. I don't know. <laughs> um, or, like, our, our domesticated animals uh, get flea baths or have yeah. flea collars or they don't go outside so they could get fleas. Um we're just a lot cleaner now. We're, we're not a lot living, cleaner. We're not living in little like huts with dirt floors and living you know, with our livestock. Yeah, yeah, living with our livestock. I think also the other thing that spread it is that people were not buried right. So like people, mm-hmm. people, you know, people would get sick and they'd maybe die, and they would take the body into the church, and people would be there, and like, you know, they're still infected. Maybe they have fleas on them. Maybe they're biting other people in the you know, like, in the congregation that have come to, like, pay their respects. Yeah. But it was crazy. And, like, I don't know. They're just the – when it got to the point where there were so many people dying every day, bodies were literally piling up, and they were having Ugh. to create what they called lasagna graves, which I think oh, is yeah. offensive to people who are Italian. <laughs> No, I don't. I'm just kidding. Uh, but basically where they would throw a bunch of bodies. Or Chile Rayano graves like yeah, my mom Chile makes. Which <laughs> is offensive uh, to Mexicans like me. <laughs> or like fucking shepherd's pie graves. I mean, t- pick your peasant take your, food and your, yeah, insert take here. Your, your, yeah, your nation's layered food. Pick your nation's, like, layered, easy, delicious feeds, like, a bunch of people mm. food. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, so lasagna graves where they were, like, p- they would just, like, throw all the bodies on the bottom, 
put a little dirt on top, maybe a little clay, then another row of bodies, then more dirt. Like, they were just having to dig these giant trenches and, like, fucking throw as many dead bodies in there as possible and cover them up. But to their credit, they were burying the bodies. Yeah, and they yeah. were doing it pretty neatly, too. Like, they were, like, lining them up. They were trying. Still trying. They were trying really hard to, like, be as respectful as possible. Yeah. But it was just, like, there was so many people dying, and they had to, like, they, the religion was mostly Catholic at the time mm-hmm. in this region of the world. So they didn't, they couldn't, like, burn the bodies. That would be sacrilegious. They had to bury them with a priest and, like, all the ceremony and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So they were, they were burying them as respectfully as they could. They weren't just, like, throwing them into a pit like it's commonly thought. They weren't just, like, bodies strewn everywhere. Right. Like, they were, they, they were, were in people, a like, pit, but they were, like, nicely lined, facing yeah. east, blah, blah, right. blah. Like, yeah. It was, they yeah. tried to do it. But also, uh, when it got so bad, like, People, you know, because people start to think, um, oh, no, like, I don't want to be around this. Like, maybe you're the gravekeeper of your town or whatever, mm-hmm. and then you're like, or maybe you die. because yeah. and there's nobody else to do it. there's no one else to do it. So they would find <laughs> – I like how they described them. They were like these um, – oh, I forget what they – Oh no! I forget. Oh, they were like these uncouth people came down from the, uh, <laughs> from these men and women who were really uncouth came down from like the mountains and they were like the hill people and they would say, "I'm gonna hillbillies." Yeah, they were like hillbillies. <laughs> they were like peasant hillbillies, and they were like, "Yeah, I'll bury your dead people for a fee." And then they like, but no one else wanted to do it, so they would pay them and they would just like, fucking dig these huge ditches and like put these people in it and it must have smelled really bad so even though they were overcharging like people were like no uh, I'm fine with this you should mm-hmm. do this um yeah it, it really changed a lot of like the, the burial customs and like it, we can get into this a little bit later but it, mm-hmm. it changed a lot of the economic like balance yeah uh and social balance because all the rich people were like fuck this we're getting the fuck out of here they were like <laughs> They were, like, going to their country estates trying to get away from this. Their weekend homes. And this left all the land just, like, un... Like, all the all the peasants in the village were just like, all right, well, somebody's got to, like, we need food. Like, so it left, like, big power vacuums. It just was crazy. Like, it was a crazy time. Like, yeah. it, it changed... The, like I said in the very beginning, it changed the economics and the and the social structure of all of Western Europe because, mm-hmm. I mean, it this disease did not discriminate. It killed, um, was it Edward the second? Oh, I, Edward it killed the his, third. King the Edward third. the third's daughter Joan. Yeah, yeah, she was betrothed to uh, like this Spanish prince or whatever of Castile. Yeah, of, mm-hmm. yeah, and she on her way there got the plague and died and this was like this was a big all people got married back then for was like alliances and like for for territory for territory and to help their their countries have a a, an alliance so that they could you know win wars with whoever what country was at war with whoever yeah so i think the spanish were at war with the, the french or something at the time so um y'all can yell at me all you want but i don't know history or not historians we like i know i know some history 
<laughs> I know some history, but like I don't remember specifically who they were at war with, but they were definitely at war. Like everybody yeah. was at war during this time. This yeah. is like part of this horrible, shitty time. Yeah. But yeah, so Joan was betrothed to like the Spanish prince or king or whatever and died from the plague on their way, on her way. Her entourage was besieged by disease and she died. So, and this was like, the the king of England's favorite daughter and so it didn't discriminate like everybody was dying like rich poor clergy you know people who were uncouth or you know just not worthy of of they had to change the customs so much like it used to be that like peasants couldn't uh have um I uh like last rites or something said for them or I forget oh no no they I can't remember. I'll cut that out. But it was just like, it was like crazy. It was just so crazy. Are you as oh buzzed as I am? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, oh, why is my is nose solid. running? Everything's <laughs> falling apart. And I'm like, oh am I God. listening right, right now? Let's... I think so. And all I can think of just now is like, what What did the like king of Castile think? Like, did he write a letter back to the king and be like, the bitch is dead. What do I do now? Like, yeah, what the fuck, who man? Who am I supposed to marry now? Yeah. I bet everybody in his, ta- his place was dropping dead, too. So yeah. it's just like, the world was ending. Everybody it was like freaking was out. So what happens when people think the world is ending? They believe they're being punished by God, obviously. Yeah, obviously, because... So people were freaking out. Um, religion was everything back then, so people were starting to question everything. They were like, okay, how religious could our clergy be if they're also dying? Like, what is... Like, every single member of my family is dead. Yeah. I'm going to die. What do I have? Like, who cares? Like, people were either... There was, like, two extremes. Like, people were either, like, just in the street fucking. Like, (laughs) literally women walked around with... I heard this in a podcast, this history podcast I was listening to. They cut the backs of their dresses off so their butts were showing so they could get fucked by people walking down the street. Like Like one of those butt flaps in a onesie? No, they just did not have any... They're just naked fanny showed? Yeah. (laughs) Fanny means pussy in Well, not here. It means a butt, okay? It means a butt. Me and my cousins used to do a fanny show and... (laughs) No. Yeah. Oh, no. I don't. And we would, like, go. We didn't, like, show our fannies, but we would just dance around and. You and cannot say fanny anymore. Why? It was our butts. I no, know. No, we don't but live in England. I know, but people that listen to this do. I'm going to text my cousin right now. What was a fanny show? <laughs> what did it, we do in the fanny show? But I think we just danced. Child, saying that if you like had gone to like England and said that you were doing a fanny show they would have been like oh my god I know little eight-year-old girl no my (laughs) cousin your mouth (laughs) my cousin lives in London and somebody said fanny she said fanny or something and somebody was like that's your vagina (laughs) yeah that's your your twat yeah um but yeah so people were just like either going apeshit and not giving a fuck and like doing all the bad things drinking in the street fucking gambling gambling just they didn't care they were like we're gonna die we're gonna die yeah and then or they were going the opposite direction where they were becoming really religious zealots where they were like oh we have to atone for the sins of everybody else and we have to get really crazy with our 
you know, with atonement, basically, with their penance. So a lot of religious zealots came out of this. There was uh, the flagellants in Germany, I mainly. kept thinking it said flatulence, and I was like, <laughs> I, why? I was like, I don't understand. Am I missing something? Is that a German word? I, I was like so confused, and Vincent D'Onofrio just kept bringing it up, and I was like, what no. is happening? But it's oh flagellants, and they like hit flagellants, themselves. not flatulence. Yeah, it's like flagellants f-l-a-g-e-l-l-a-n-t-s yeah so basically that means that you're just like beating the shit out of yourself like they had like whips that had like like the cat of nine tails like um where it had like strips of leather that had little barbs on the end they just like whip themselves with it and like cut their backs open like which is they're walking around crazy and gross and like fine you do you but then they would get all up in people's shit and they would people like. People would, yeah. Yeah. People were they, like, yes, we need this. And they'd take the blood from their backs and like women. rub it in their eyes and shit. Women Ooh. would because they thought they were rock stars because they were like sweaty and had no shirts on. And they Ooh. were like hitting themselves with this. This is like the first like metal band. Like, <laughs> they're like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and like these chicks are like, oh, showing their boobos to them and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god! They're like rubbing their back blood on their their swollen boobos <laughs> on their. On their- <laughs> oh my god! Oh, uh, it's I've so just been disgusting. Vov nonstop. <laughs> I, I don't. I have something in my eye. I don't even know how it got there. Oh my god! All right, so yeah, people just started freaking the fuck out. They're like, "We're not even. I don't even know what to do. My family's. We said that already. They. um, (laughs) Oh, obviously. Oh yeah. Obviously, they blame the Jews. Obviously, (laughs) that's the first thing that everybody started doing. They're like, "Well, the Jews just poisoned all the wells. That's why we're getting sick. Like that's what happened." And so they people just would like form these groups and just like vigilante yeah. on like and go after the like Jewish population. Well, they were and an easy fucking target. Kill them. Well, they were an easy yeah. target because they were already being persecuted at this time in Europe. They had to yeah. wear specific clothes so you could easily identify them and yeah. they weren't a quote unquote free people because they were subject to the no- nobility. So like you had to get approval from the king to go to the markets mm-hmm. or like you had to get approval from the pope or whatever like you had to have someone in the ranks of nobility say you could be doing the things you were doing so they were like right. very easy target yeah like you you were if you were like a merchant or something you had to have somebody vouch for you so that you could go into town and do your trading or do whatever you needed do whatever business you needed to do so they were not free to move about anywhere yeah. they had their own communities as it was for centuries but basically people would just start lynching them mm-hmm. um and even the pope at the time pope clement i think the sixth oh, yeah 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 he was he was around during the first way during this whole time he was just like what the fuck is wrong with you people yeah. like the people that were going after the jewish people they were just like 
vigilantes and grabbing Jewish people whenever they'd see him and just like string him up and kill him. And the, even the Pope was like, um, no, guys, do you not see that they're like also dying of the plague? Like, yeah. what? That makes no sense. Like, what are you doing? So not only were the Jews also dying of the plague, they were being persecuted on top of that and just like ripped out of their communities and being killed by people. Yeah. He or arrested or whatever. Yeah. He um although he was a little odd, he had this doctor, Guy de Charliac. Oh yeah. Which Guy is Pope, guy. the Pope. Pope Clement oh, the yeah. Sixth. Pope, yeah. Pope. <laughs> Help me. Help me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Pope Clement the Sixth, like, yes, that was like it was good that he was oh, chug it, girl. Mm. <laughs> How much I thought it was just taking a sip. Oh, I mine's not a lot. Me too. Oh, oh, thank God. Okay. Okay, but this is what I was saying. Pope Clement the Sixth was good. He was like, yeah, what are you guys doing? But also he was weird because he had this doctor, Guy de Charliac, which is spelled Guy. And I had the weirdest time Googling this (laughs) because I was like, how the fuck do you spell Guy? And then I was like, is it like G-H-E-E? I I did all these searches and then none of them came up with anything. But anyway, he had this doctor and this doctor was like, oh, the reason this is all happening is this bad alignment of the cosmos, Jupiter, Saturn, and Mars. And it's like releasing this... I didn't know a miasma was a bad vapor, but I'm glad you yeah. figured that out in our notes. The vapors. The vapors. Oh, it's releasing a distinct <laughs> gas that's bad, and it's poisoning everyone. Um, and so he was like, that's why this is happening. Um, and the Pope, you should move away and be safe. And he's like, no. And so instead he just like lit all these little fires to like dissipate the vapors, <laughs> and apparently it worked. He never got sick. But this guy did. Gee got sick and he had uh like his groin and neck was all swollen and he had the plague and he was like oh no so he made a concoction and he cooked some butter and yeast and figs and some onions (laughs) some onions (laughs) he cooked that (laughs) (laughs) but it worked because he survived because he rubbed it on his neck and his crotch Oh, God. And a few days it's later. It's like the birth control episode. I know. That's why I said onions. Because oh, you go, what if, what? you're like, what if everyone's dick smelled like onions? <laughs> I need to listen to that episode again. That might be one of my favorite episodes I think, we yeah, ever did. Yeah, it's like legit one of my, I've listened to it again since. Okay, I'm going to listen to it again. Um, but yeah, so he survived. So I don't think it had anything to do with that stuff. He probably just had like a good immune system, but. Yeah, well, I don't know. Onions are pretty good for you. Onions and figs and butter and yeast. Maybe the yeast like activated and like. Oh, maybe he like fermented himself (laughs) and like gave himself like penicillin on accident. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, Who knows, man? Yeah. Who's to say? Are we. But yeah. We're getting towards the end, right? Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, everybody just was already having a hard time. Yeah. And this just really devastated everybody. But I love the, like, the them trying to, like, figure out with such a primitive, like, like understanding of, like, how everything, how, like, they didn't know anything about germs. They yeah. knew nothing about contagion. They knew nothing about any of this. And them trying to, like, the intellectuals of the day trying to, like, theorize and, and think about what, 
happened and how it happened and what it was was were just like like you said they thought it was like bad vapors or a miasma there was um, a, there was no goop.com to tell you to put a matcha tea on the stove and but that's what goop is right now <laughs> like it's it's pseudoscience yeah, so <laughs> true it is primitive <laughs> yeah um although i will say the you know dry jade. brushing is pretty great oh i thought you were gonna say like the jade egg has changed your life no 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 okay even i know that's not good <laughs> um yeah or they or they thought it was a, a bad alignment of the cosmos like they just they didn't really know what was going on but yeah. anyway um so i mean it kind of tapered off yeah because everybody was just dead (laughs) and there was just no more population to really kind of and i think the people that did survive had kind of a built-in immunity to this so could yeah it 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 uh it it's the thing of where you get this immunization naturally Mm -hmm. and so whoever did survive kind of had this built-in gene that helped prevent it from spreading to them so but of course as all good contagions go it mutated probably and and surpassed that genetic kind of thing because this this continued to happen through like the next 300 years of it it happened again and again and again um yeah but in probably different different uh mutations of it so um but there was also like some of the flagellants and the religious zealots like did they instituted like a bunch of rules that they made mm-hmm. everybody abide by, especially in like some urban areas? Um, and one of the things was uh, because they were to the point of like just so many people dying, they finally said, if somebody dies, you cannot remove them from the place that they died unless they're in a wooden coffin, oh. which definitely. And this may have just been in some areas like in Germany where like they were really the flagellants were like really the flatulence was really strong (laughs) (laughs) i never thought of that until you said that really oh that's like the first thing i heard i was like oh it's i was like what does gas have to do with this anywho yeah yeah so they they wouldn't um they wouldn't allow people to be removed from the places they died unless they're in a wooden coffin which helps to you know contain the contagion and mm-hmm. um, and then also they had another rule that said don't bring your dead people into the city. So like if someone's already died yeah. and you live on the outskirts or you're in like the suburbs of our little town, you can't bring them in to get blessed or whatever. Like they need to stay out there. So they started doing a few things that actually helped. Yeah. Um. So it's yeah, like because a they had they, they. I mean, it was a lot of them are probably arbitrary rules but yeah. those rules specifically did help kind of by accident um yeah so people so a lot of like the crazy artwork of the time that came out of this was like the dance macabre like that was the um the like allegorical works that came out of this time where it just was like the the democratic like i guess existence of death between classes like everybody dies but that's like, a very good song by the fever oh mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah but so it was like this motif that came out of the time which yeah. depicts the universality of death 
mm-hmm. uh, the dance macabre. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it macabre. just macabre, macabre, macabre. <laughs> the dance, the dance macabre. <laughs> Are you okay? I thought you were choking on your tongue. No, no, no. I'm I'm just drinking with Tico. Uh, uh, yeah, so everybody that you knew died during this time. If you were left alive, you probably had no family. No. Like, you're, you're, everybody you love is gone. Um, I think I probably would have just, like, gone into the woods. If you're smart, you just fucking take off. I don't know. Yeah, I... Well... Everybody's first instinct was to like help their family members and that were like ill. Sure. And then they were seeing like, oh no, but then like little Johnny who helped his mama who was sick, like also got it. Then little Jimmy or whatever. It's like, you know, and then so people started fleeing. Yeah. I mean, they were like, I mean, the the idea of quarantine was not a thing really. Uh, They kind of, I mean, a lot of interesting stuff came out of this time. Yeah. Uh, we've said it at least three times before, but the class system changed yeah. significantly. Um, well, because peasants, people people were dead and they couldn't work the noble people's land. Yeah. Like, there weren't enough people and you could actually and then the, ask And the noble people wanted. died, too. Yeah, and the like, noble people. Although it really affected the poor people the most because of their absolutely. living conditions. But, like... Yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, then these people could say, okay, I'll work your farm, but you need to pay me something substantial. And either yeah. they would, and the people would make money, or they wouldn't, and the peasants would start to take over land and and grow what they wanted to and charge people what they wanted to. So it changed things, yeah, yeah for a good amount of the people. And again, like, people were away at war, so there was, like, no real way to, like, enforce... I mean, there probably was, but there was not enough people willing to jump in and kind of, like, police anything. So yeah. it was just – it 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 truly was the end of the world in yeah. a lot of ways. And But you know what? Humans are resilient, and we came back from it. Yeah. Or Western Europe came back from it. And um, after 300 years of dealing with it, they figured out how to contain it and – um, but I mean, it still exists today, and plagues still can happen. Um, okay. Or plagues, and I would say pandemics can still happen. This is what is fucked up. Okay, the the plague, the bubonic plague, still exists mostly in Africa, freely. Like it's just kind of out in the open, but it can be treated with antibiotics. So as long as people can get to medical attention, they could be treated. Mm-hmm. And it's mostly um, on the island of Madagascar is like where it's the most fervent. Like about sixty people die a year, I think, uh, is Whoa. what I heard. Yeah, which is still crazy, wow. but but more than that are infected and they get treated and, and they're okay. But this is what is fucking crazy. So, like, uh, the there's a lab in London that actually has live cultures of the bubonic mm-hmm. plague that are, like, l- under lockdown, maximum security. They don't, like, they use, like, they're behind a bulletproof glass wall with the gloves that go in and they, like, touch every And, like, they're not exposed to it at all. Um, and they were able to determine that it's the exact same strain that affected the people in the 1300s because when they exhumed bodies 
there's mm-hmm. still there's no trace of this of the plague on the bones because it happens too quickly you die and it and it's a it's a they call it like a flesh disease yeah they thought so it was it, a flesh disease or yeah whatever. what it but they can find it in the tooth pulp yeah. of the people who oh, died. So when they the archaeologists God. exhume people, they can find the DNA of the strain in their teeth. Of yeah, of what this is. It's fucking crazy. Oh, and another thing I forgot to mention. They also because we talked about the mnemonic or um, yeah. form of the plague. There was, they also thought, like, scientists also think that anthrax was happening at the same time, too. What? Yeah. I didn't know that. And this is why you have to be careful as an archaeologist. Um, this is a thing <gasps> I learned. Um, you have to be really careful when you dig up these grave sites or any, any burial of any animal because, like, I think the animals that primarily carry anthrax are... Um, goats or lambs I think or sheep and um when you dig it up it has it's had time for the like the chemical reaction to happen and when you dig it up you can it it, like will create anthrax like it'll just like marinate and then you have to be really careful when you exhume things like this because you release it you release it yeah and you can inhale it into your lungs so you have to be really careful this this is like this is the thing it's very very rare but it's a thing that happens. So oh my God. anthrax is like a thing that they thought was happening. So when they were like burying all these people and like it wasn't just like people that were dying. It was like animals too. So it's just it's a lot. Wait, a lot I thought anthrax was like a chemical. You can you can take the the thing that affects people and like make it into a powder. Oh, oh, oh. I don't really know. I just know it's like a post office thing and. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's because you can put it in like, well, because after nine eleven that happened. Oh, oh yeah, people, people were putting it biological in warfare. Biological warfare. Yeah, and that's anthrax. That's fucked up. Yeah, and that's fucked up. Well, we the boob really kicked in midway through here. <laughs> we had a lot to say. I mean, this is a very interesting topic when we started going into it. It was really cool. Yeah, um, lots of stuff going on. Oh my god. whoops that's staying in there i've been burping this whole time but they're so sad my burps are so sad so you couldn't even hear them i'm sorry everybody (laughs) no that was good i'm drunk from a half a bottle of champagne i'm gonna finish it no yeah i was like oh no i'm gonna put it back in the fridge no fuck that it won't taste good later It'll have fridge, it'll have fridge taste on it, which is like mm. mushrooms and onions and like milk, Onion. onions. Mm. Okay, I might well, not. Well, TBD. TBD. <laughs> Hold that thought. Um, well, okay. that's all I have. There's yeah. so much more to it, though. If you guys want to learn more, there's the. Um, no, there's not that history. much more. We did it. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, if you want to like dive into all this and and learn yeah. about it and how crazy it was, it's, there's you can really do some cool internet searches. <laughs> um, okay. um, cool. That's it. I all don't, right. That's all I know. That's all I care about. Um, follow us guys, on all our social meds. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at DTFU Podcast. Send us an email if you have a cool story you'd sure. like for us to read on the air, dtfupodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can go to our closed Facebook group. It's Dude That's Fucked Up group. 
Is that what it's called? No, just dude that's fucked up. But fucked dude, is that's spelled fucked out. No Fucked is spelled out. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's, yeah. And if you are still can't find it, um, just uh, shoot us a note and ask and we can Just like can stop by Erin's house. Her um, address is. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. If you guys uh, need anything, just holler. Yeah. Follow us on all social meds. We yeah. love you guys. Thanks so much for listening. We love you. You're precious. You're precious, angels. <laughs> I'm going to cheers you one more time to 20. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. Wait. Let me get you back up on the screen. Oh, what? Oh, you were oh, going to I had it. just clicked over. All right. One more, one more glass. Oh, okay. I need a one glass. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers. Uh, that's why I need a one glass. Mmm. <laughs> love you. Love you. Mmm. And I love good fancy champagne. Love you guys. Cheers. Let's do this again at 20,000. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> Let's do this Only again at 11,000. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Like literally <laughs> two days from now. All right. Okay. Um, bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.